2: People of Earth, the following podcast is not real, but that hasn't stopped it from becoming one of the most beloved productions in all the entertainment world. Now, to all you millions of listeners, gather round and prepare yourselves for another meticulously plotted, emotionally satisfying journey with complex, grounded characters that anyone can re- What is this parallel universe introduction doing on my desk? Let's just shred that. Ugh. Will the marketing for Spider-Man No Way Home ever end? And until that movie addresses the Gwyneth Paltrow who didn't make it through the subway door, I am not interested. Anyway, welcome to, you know, this. It may not be the podcast we want, but it might just be the podcast we deserve. In which case, shame on us. Sit back. And enjoy the show!
3: Hello from the Magic Tavern! A weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Camp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is everything you need to know. Seven years and one week ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a Wi-Fi signal, From the Burger King through the Dimensional Rift, and I used that to upload this podcast recorded here in the Tavern, the Strange Familiar, in the town of Nibblebottom, at the base of the Unnameable Mountain in the... No, 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 Arnie, Arnie, sorry. What's that, Chunt? Editor's note. The mountain has a name now. Oh, okay. Chunt, why are you wearing that hat that says Editor? Oh, I just thought I'd... uh... Take on some more responsibilities. Okay, um, sure. Could you sit up straight? Sorry, shoulders back, sit up straight. Okay. Oh. okay. Yeah. So All right. Yeah. And sorry. I've got from to this. say, Chunt, seven years huh. in, I'm glad that you're finally taking an interest in the podcast. Yeah. You know, I was uh, dicking around for. Did you say seven years? Yeah. Oh, yeah boy, time flies. Yeah. I just been fuck dicking around for about seven years, mm-hmm. and then today I was like, "This is seven years in one episode." So I was like, "You know what, Chunt? Today's the day." Sorry, this year's the year. Yeah. Where I get my shit together and I take this seriously. Yeah, when I was a child, I fuck dicked around, but when I was adult, I put away fuck dick things. That's what I'm saying. I've been hanging dick for seven years. Okay, and it's time <laughs> to put away childish things. I have a. That was the penis. one that was over the line for me for some reason. Of course, of course, of course. But I'm so sorry. You had an you had an editorial note for me. Yes, I was saying that it's no longer the unnamable Mountain because it has, in fact, been named. It's been oh, named right. Slobodan. Slobodan. Oh, did that's you feel right. that? I feel Ooh. like when you said that, I almost felt a little earthquake. Yeah, like a little rumbly in my, in my tummy. So w- last week at Villain's Night, I think mm-hmm. maybe was it Melissa Deathridge that named the unnamable Mountain somehow? I think so because I saw her the following night at Adulterer's Night... And she was bragging to everyone that she had named the unnameable mountain. Oh yeah. Have we gotten any feedback from the mountain or in, in some way? Like, does it mind being named? Arnie. You think I talk to a mountain? I don't know. You talk to all kinds of shit. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. Right? Okay. Be right. honest. You talked to a lot of shit this week. Like what shit what all kinds of shit did you talk to this week, Chen? If you must know, I talked to a pair of kissing hummingbirds. I talked to a magical hmm. flute. I talked to a mountain. I talked to three wolves. I talked to a top hat with a mouth. Did I say a mountain already? Mm-hmm. I guess I did talk to the you mountain. You did talk to a mountain. Oh, See? my gosh. Yes, I did. And it, oh, I have so many questions about those kissing hummingbirds, but we probably <laughs> should get to our other co-host. Who yes, 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 yes who people, you know, I'm sure many listeners are like, this is over, right? But no, he's still dying. or the Blue. Oh, in our editorial note, we can't say many listeners anymore. Mm. That implies plural. Oh. Um, so I think you just have to say the listener. Do we have a name on that? Back listener? to Hank. Oh, Hank? Hank's back. I assume so, if there's a squad. Thanks for listening, Hank. We're sorry about some of the mean things we've said about you in the past. Sorry, buddy. But speaking of mean things I've said in the past, my other co-host, or the Blue.
0: You know, if you truly open your ears, you can hear the rivers speaking to you.
3: Cool. Quick mm-hmm. editorial note. And the um, clouds. Huh? Mm. Sorry, no, people love this sort of like homespun oh. wisdom that you, you're doing now. But oh, a lot you. of people tune in to hear your full name, is what uh-huh. the research shows. So could you do your full name and like really put some oomph into it?
0: Sure, but you were just talking about, you know, communing with the mountains and the trees and the rivers, and I thought I would add to that conversation naturally. Of course, of course, of
3: course, of course. I've just done some focus groups, and a lot of people, when you talk without introducing your name, a lot of people are like, why isn't
0: he saying his name? Get to the name. No, I can take a note. I can take a note. I am, you know, another thing that bothered me about that conversation you were having without me uh, (laughs) was you were listing things off you would talk to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you said, oh, did I say Mountain? which you hadn't, and Arnie said, uh-huh. Oh, I thought I had said
3: mountain. He had said mountain. He that's had said tough. mountain? Yeah.
1: Let me, uh, sorry, let me. Was, wait, I wasn't See? listening and Arnie was?
3: <laughs> yeah. See, that's what how bad it happening? is. What is happening? What is it, fucking Yeah, you said, thing? Or are you okay? Uh,
0: well, have you been know. pretending
3: to be dying for so long that you're really, like,
0: in a bad spot? Well, I have been upon my deathbed <sighs> for lo these many weeks, and any moment now I could turn into pure light, and ascend Not, to the heavens. For I am yeah, Yussidor, yeah, yeah. okay. wizard a yeah. of the twelve realms oh, 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 of master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical lights, devourer of chaos. Champion of the great halls yeah. oh, of Tiraka, sails and seeing all. The dwarves know me. As an exentius, known in the northeast as many as may saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Okay.
3: Well, I guess I asked for oomph, and you gave me speed. So Yussidor is going to time and a half it.
0: Well, if you some people do listen already. at Accelerated speed, if I understand. Jesus
3: Christ. <laughs> you know what? I'm coming around, them. maybe they should. Maybe they should. At least for that sentence. If anybody was listening to your introduction as Usador at uh-huh. more than time and a half speed, I'm sure their noses and brains are bleeding.
0: Oh, uh, wow. Well, uh, or they travel back
3: in time. Yeah, oh, fun. Right. Guys, let's... Uh, sorry, Ernie. Research shows that people like when we have a little bit of banter up top, but not too much. Oh. But the banter has to be substantial. It can't just be small talk okay. I have a topic. Should we start over? I'll just, you know what? Do they like it when we start over? Because that breaks the format in a fun way. But I think we've done it so many times that it's mm, not cute anymore. It's sad. That's true. Um, yeah. And so a lot of this I'll fix in post. Um, I don't know what that means. Uh, I saw yeah. it on your computer, Arnie, mm-hmm. but I assume I can figure it out on the fly. So uh, let's just make some small talk. Okay. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Well, no small talk. No small talk. No, no. have a big talk? Big talk. Uh, this oh. is very big talk. Remember several weeks ago when we met Clocus, the forensics inquisitor, and he was investigating that murder of King Johan III? Yes and, the, yes, and the geese had did it. Yeah, well, I was thinking about this recently. You know, we're in this remote corner of Foon, but if I remember correctly, when we were talking about King Johan III, his castle is near here. Uh-huh. Castle Hawkspire, I believe. Hawkspire. Hawkspire. And did I misremember, or did everyone say that there are eleven billion people that live in that castle? That's a give or take. A fact, yeah. I think it's yeah about eleven billion. That's a that's a lot of people. Well, it's
0: it's very tall,
3: very tall, and it's hard because when you start counting them, by the time you're done, a lot of them have reproduced, some of them have Mm -hmm. died. So we Mm -hmm. say about a billion because it's just hard to really know. Sure.
0: And and it goes deep down into the earth as well, so it's very tall, both directions.
3: And would you believe?
0: Two bathrooms.
3: Two? Yeah. Oh, that place has got to stink. Have either of you been in Castle Hawkspire? I've had some friends who have been. uh, They were kissing hummingbirds. And um, they said with 11 billion people in two bathrooms, there's a lot of people like showering while somebody else brushes their teeth. So that has Mm -hmm. to get kind of annoying. Mm -hmm.
0: Sure. Yeah. I'm not so certain why everyone feels they need a bathroom. Uh, Explain. Well, you can just go wherever you want
3: okay user um, editor a lot of our you see that table behind us about three uh-huh. tables back that's yeah. a focus group I hired okay. Now what they have is they have these little buttons these little dials if you will some go into the red, some go into the green red is bad okay. green is good okay. Now we're getting a lot of feedback Usador, that people mm-hmm. find you to be like a gross old man okay um, sometimes sometimes okay. So no, like I'll when understand. you say something like do we need bathrooms yeah. right now if you look there are, all those dials are in the red. so okay. can you say something a little more fun to get those dials up in the green?
0: Uh Sure.
3: Uh, Shababazoom. Hello. <laughs> okay, so now the dials are in the green, but the focus group did not touch their dials. Mm. So you magic the dials to turn to the green, which uh-huh. is, you know what? I didn't Pretty say you fun. could do that. Never thought about it before, but we could use magic on our analytics in general on this podcast. That would okay. probably be a good thing. Okay, yeah. I'm just getting a notification that we have 32 billion new iTunes reviews. I'm Use starting to think. You guys throw around the <laughs> number a billion zone. a lot. I'm starting to suspect that billion doesn't mean the same thing in Foon as it does on Earth. Like, and this is an interesting fact that, well, maybe not interesting to everybody. On my world, billion in my country, the United States, is actually different than billion in Europe. Like, billion means different things on Earth. So it could mean significantly more different things on Foon. What are you talking about? Look. This is a real thing, and not me being stupid. On Earth, yeah, in the United States, a billion is a billion. I thought but you said America. In, it, now you're saying United States. Look, I'm never going to get to this billion part if we have to. If I have to re-explain the United States to you, I'm again. sorry, Arnie. I've interrupted you truly 22 billion times. Go ahead. No. Oh. So in in many European countries, a billion is actually a higher number. A billion is a trillion. But they, call, they call a trillion a billion. And in the U.S., a billion is a billion. Okay, Usador, I lied. I want to start over.
0: <laughs> uh, should I go over to the focus group table and say my name there? Usador, I think...
3: Can I talk to you privately for a
0: second? Sure. Chuck, I, I, though we've recently established this doesn't work at all.
3: That's okay, but I feel like we can get away with it if we just do it anyway. Okay. Like, he's, he's got to choose to interrupt us and tell us that so he can hear it. He's talking about this focus group. Uh-huh. But I'm starting to suspect it's just two kissing hummingbirds that just fucking hate this podcast.
0: I mean, uh, it's very possible. Uh, uh, but I, I hate to, you know, turn my nose down at someone who's giving us uh, constructive feedback. Look,
3: the top hat. If the top hat has ideas, I want to hear it.
0: Okay. Well, uh, I would but then we not. Should, but the two kissing hummingbirds. Fuck them. For this episode, let's be open to notes.
3: Okay, okay guys. Um, sorry, I went over to the focus group for a minute. Dylan and Faith, um, the two hummingbirds, oh. they mentioned they don't like a lot of side banter. So when we were like, "Can I talk to you over here?" that tends to be not on the podcast. So can, can we, we, a we li- save
0: a lot of time and just ask them what they do like, Ooh, and we'll that might do be a that. Little
3: too confrontational. Dylan and Faith don't like confrontation.
0: Okay, uh, well, it's then- because
3: hummingbirds' hearts. I don't know if you know this, and if you do, I'm sorry that I'm explaining it to you. Hummingbirds' hearts beat like a hundred million, sorry, a hundred billion beats per minute, uh-huh. and so if you startle them. Their hearts will uh, skip a beat, which for them, one beat equals like I don't know a billion years. So they are, they're gonna die if they're scared. Okay, hey, but otherwise we're doing great. Let's cut to the interview. Arnie, go. Do you have a guest? Uh, uh, no, I didn't set up a guest. That's why I asked you what shit you talked to this week. Fuck. Ah, Fuck. We're Wait, no, fucked. No, no, no. Wait, well, you, it's gonna be okay. We. What'd you s- call me?
0: No, we can take a note. Uh, I ran into someone. Who Mm -hmm. I think we perfect If their hearts are beating very quickly uh, This creature is usually rather subdued And uh, so uh, Welcome back uh, to the podcast Oh Uh, is it a uh, subterranean dude? uh, Please come over here Come come over Uh, She's sitting at the bar right now I ran into her earlier and bought her a drink Uh, Please come join us Is that just a pile of rocks? No it's not a pile of rocks Is that a broomba? No, no, no! It's you know that broom you enchanted to
3: keep cleaning up the tavern. It's our old friend Hildy.
4: <gasps> oh, hello! Oh, hello, Hildy. Hildy! Oh my goodness! I thought I'd never see you again. Yeah.
0: Oh, we've feared just the same. For we've been on many adventures since last we met, and we are very grateful to see thee again.
4: Oh my yeah. goodness, of course. I've been on so many adventures, I can't even imagine what you three have been up to. But certainly, you news has traveled far and wide of the business I've been up to.
3: Why'd you oh. wink when you said business? You a little wink and a smirk.
4: Well, you know, I'm just trying to be coy, because my show is very, very, very famous. So, oh, I'm just trying to a show. be a regular turtle, like I was before. But of course, mm. now I am a bit of a celebritant. Oh.
3: Wow, oh. for new listeners, Hildy is like a crazy old turtle like arnie, so old in rude. fact the last time we saw her she was dead arnie that's we're how old a lot of, she is we're getting a lot of feedback people don't like when you call turtles crazy it seems John, to be reductive Chun, you just got that feedback immediately what okay fine you caught me a lot of the feedback quote-unquote is me giving mm. personal notes
4: Okay.
3: Okay. Hildy, what's going on with your shell? My shell? You said everyone knows this shell?
4: Oh, uh, no, my sh- well my shell is very famous, but I'm more famous for my show. I've your been show. taking Yes, of course. Ugh, please don't pretend like you haven't heard of it.
0: Uh, Well, we've been here in Nibblebottom, which is a very small town, and uh, I'm afraid uh, news travels here quite slowly.
4: Oh, yes, well, you're in luck because I have a show coming up tonight. Ever since I was reunited with my corporeal form, you remember how I passed? Uh Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. It was very sad, very sad for all of you. But ever since I've been reunited with my corporeal form, I've been realizing how short a 100,000 years of life is and realizing how important my messages, my message oh. through slam poetry, which is huh. why I've been taking my poetry show on the road. Hmm. The hell of my shell, it's called. Clever, don't you think?
0: Uh-huh. Oh, wonderful, wow.
3: Hilly. Will you excuse us for a second, uh, Usador Chun? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We just got a note about this. Is it too late to get
3: somebody else? Is it too late to get a different guest?
0: No, I, I, I can't wait to hear more about this slam show. slam poetry. Yeah. Okay. Arnie, what is wrong with slam poetry? Is
3: it because you can't snap? Is that your problem? Well... Your fingers are too weird for you to snap? I told you that in confidence, and a doctor told me that.
0: You think you can't snap? Well, (laughs) shabba
4: Sorry, I couldn't help but overhear. You're familiar with some of my poems. Oh, Oh, yes.
0: Uh, Well, I I would love to hear more of them, Uh, uh, dare I ask. I hope it's not the height of rudeness, but... Could you preview just a little bit of the show you're going to be doing this evening for us?
3: Oh, just a sneak. Oh, well, well, you know,
4: everyone pays. uh, There's a, a lot of coins to attend, but if you promise that this is just a down payment on what you will shortly be following up with tonight at the show, then I'm happy to preview a little bit for you. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, absolutely. Well, actually, Hildy, why don't we do this? Let's tease. We're going to do a little bit of your poetry right after this break, because that is really going to pull people through uh, this uh, sponsor break to the next Oh, that's sec- a great second.
4: idea. There's a lot of commercials that happen naturally in my set as well, so this oh. this feels very familiar to me.
1: You can live out your MasterChef dreams.
2: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
3: And we're back. And Arnie, just so you know, um, mm-hmm. people are complaining that the ads aren't long enough. So we, if we could okay. move forward, um, double or triple those times. Um, Hilly, if you don't mind doing a sneak preview, as I mentioned to you during the break, we see a lot of the, what we like to call... The Foon Bump. So when people come on here and they talk about their projects or their books, uh, they get a bit of a Foon Bump. So please, if you'd like to sell some tickets, go ahead and give us a little preview of Hell with a
4: Shell. What was it? The Hell of My Shell.
3: The Hell of My Shell. Mm.
4: Oh, thank you. Well, my shows are currently sold out. Of course, they don't put out very many chairs in the theaters these days, apparently. But the chairs are always full. So I don't know. I'm looking for a bump, thank you very much, but I'll take what I can get. <clears throat> anyway, anyway, I'm vamping. I'm wow,
3: vamping she's vamping. doing a quick change. What is that, a, a cape and lingerie? This is the slowest quick change I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: She is a turtle. Give, it is very fast for a turtle, I think.
4: There, now I am beautiful. <clears throat> My shell is a hell, not a bell that rings clear. Oh, this shell. What is a shell? Calcium and bone. So small, so tight. It is an extra small, but my size baby is extra large, large, large in charge. How much of a preview do you want? The show runs about two and a half, three hours. Uh, is
3: this still part of it? or what, Two and a half, three years,
4: you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh. Oh, uh, well, I thought that was excellent. It gave us a flavor for, for sure. Uh, that was incredible.
4: Oh, thank uh, you so amazing. much. Amazing,
0: everyone. A round of applause for Hildy and her wonderful slam poetry.
4: Thank you so much.
0: Where, where is your show tonight?
4: Oh, the show is here at the bar.
0: Oh, it's here at the Strange Familiar.
3: Fuck, Usador, you're the owner. We got to know about more of these nights I going know. on.
0: Well, a lot of things, just the the locals are used to happening, and I just sort of go with the flow. So, uh, uh, wonderful. Uh, You're the
4: owner of this bar?
0: Uh, yes, I purchased it after being here for a couple of weeks, uh, to help, uh, the local economy.
4: Wow, that is such an incredible coincidence. You know, my booking manager, which is just me when I've taken uh, my night pills, uh, (laughs) does all of that for me, so I actually don't even know where I'm going. You know how it is. I'm on tour Mm. all the buses and vans and buses and vans.
0: So I just show up. And night pills. Love them.
3: Arnie, do you know what a bus and a van are? A bus is a big, unctuous ship that sails only during the night, and then a van is a very enormous nice cart. No, oh, How enormous are we talking? Well, enormous is... Turn around and
0: look ERA and
3: then tell me. <laughs> yeah, It's similar to enormous, but uh, it's mm. enormous with an anus.
4: That's how I like to travel, baby. <laughs> they used and to just put me inside of one roller skate, but it, I, got, I have a terrible sense of direction, so now I have a driver and a oh, captain. That,
3: that would have been oh. so cute. Uh, Hilly, I have to ask, that preview was incredible. Thank um, you. Based on the preview and the title, of course, do you really feel like your shell is a hell?
4: Okay. And usually, this is after three years comes the question and answer portion of the mm, evening. Right. But mm-hmm. um, of, co- of course, you know you are my you are my friend. So I'll I'll give this yeah. to you. Uh, it's more that I realized uh, during my brief time as a ghost. Yeah. The restrictions of life, you know what I mean? And so I think I'm a lot bigger than I was giving myself credit for in this this small bony house that I call home.
3: Yeah, being a ghost, you must have learned so much. And if I remember correctly, you also learned that you could Patrick Swayze people, which means you your ghost could jump into their bodies. And then you could also reverse Patrick Swayze people, like they could jump into your... Ghost. It was kind of confusing, if I remember correctly.
4: It was or- pretty confusing. It was a yeah, it was an untapped power of mine. I feel honestly relieved to be done with that portion of my life. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, when the soul is disconnected from the body, sure, suddenly it's a free for all. Souls exactly. can get into that body. That soul can get into bodies that don't have souls. Sometimes two souls get into the same body. That, that's how soul walkers get made. Oh, mm-hmm.
4: that's how soul walkers get made.
0: Yeah, too <laughs> many souls in one body. And
3: typically they'll draw like a line down the middle of the body and they'll be like, you stay on your side, I'll stay on my side. And that's where we get situational comedy, Arnie.
0: Yes, because one souls are usually pretty messy. Yeah, nah. and then one's real uptight. And then, you know, all sorts of comedy can ensue from the situations where they come into conflict. Yeah, it was originated by
3: a ghost. His name was Simon. He was actually killed. He kneeled before the queen and she cut his head off. Mm-hmm. So he is called Kneeled Simon or Simon the Kneeled. And he sort of uh, originated that. Interesting.
4: I learned so much from you guys. You know, all I really have time for anymore is my art. And oh, it's what sure. I think about, dream about, promote, of course, all the commercials I run myself. So you guys wouldn't know anything about this. But it's it's remarkably hard to take a creative project and just launch it. You know, when you're the only one who's making it happen, it's, it's insane.
3: Hildy, do you mind walking us through just a little bit like of the inception of all of this? You know, you had just died. You're you're back alive again, to to the extent that you are alive. And you decide, you know, what happens next? How do you decide to start doing poetry?
4: Such an interesting choice of words, because if I may push back, it was not a decision, okay? It was just like the most beautiful things in life or death, it happened upon me. So what happened was, you know, when I came back into my body, Daytime was fine. I was doing normal stuff. I was, mm-hmm. you know, reacquainting myself with former lovers. I was having a great time. Okay. And then night would come, which, of course, it's so thin The uh, you know, conscious, the, unconscious, dead, alive. It's okay, very sure. spooky time. Oh and gosh, so I was so having they. these, I know, I was having these night terrors. Uh-huh. F- stay with me. I was having these night terrors. Oh, and stay of course, with you
3: in case you get a night terror?
4: Yes, exactly. I might pass out at any time. I'm so tired from self-promotion.
3: <laughs> I hate to tell you this. Please. Uh, because the, there are not a lot of windows in this tavern. The sun is setting right now. So oh. uh, we are going to be entering night very soon.
0: And soon the gossamer veil betwixt night and the afterlife shall be here before us all. Oh, lo, if only we do listen to the voices that speak from beyond the grave, we shall learn air so much.
3: Aren't you, Source, clearly trying to get compliments so he could write his own one man show? <clears throat>
0: <clears throat> That's a good
4: start. Uh, oh. <clears throat> anyway.
3: Uh. You know what I, I like about Hildy? She's so old that she doesn't just compliment for the sake of complimenting. You know, like, she's still nice and polite, so she'll avoid saying something critical. But yeah, she's not gonna, like, she's not a glad hander. She's so funny because she's so old, and it's like, We interrupted her seven or eight times, and then when we stop interrupting her, it's like she lost her train of thought. It's so Mm -hmm. weird. Getting old must be so weird. I also like how we can talk right in front of her, and she's so old that, like, she probably (laughs) isn't processing what we're talking about. Or she'll understand it in, like, three weeks. Same for you, Sidor, both of them. Huh?
4: Anyway, where was I?
3: (laughs) Oh, you were sitting in this stool. Here, let Mm -hmm. me put you back on. There you go. Oh,
4: thank you so much. Oh, my night terrors. Yes. Thank you for asking. Anyway, I was waking myself saying the most incredible things, and I decided I can't just have these by myself in my bed. I have to share these with the daytime world. Was that the question? Uh,
3: yeah. Oh, so your uh, one-woman show is a daytime show, so it's probably a little more melodramatic. It's probably, you know, the, the awards are going to be in a different category, right, when it's daytime?
4: Yes, yes, yes. It's a lot. There's a lot of characters involved. It's. I'm. I'm dating myself. I'm my brother. The War of the Worlds. I'm my own mother. But who is the father? It's also me.
3: Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, Arnie. A lot of daytime shows tend to be really fucking wild, uh, because during the daytime people don't care. At night, you couldn't get away with that stuff because Mm -hmm. at night, people are about to go to bed. They don't want to be spooked or scared or weirded out. But during the day, anything goes. But also, to be fair, some of these twists aren't that surprising when it's a one-person show.
0: I guess that's true. Uh, But but Hildy, you were saying that uh, your night terrors... The things you were saying, that actually became your poetry. Yes. D- did I understand that correctly?
4: Yes, that's exactly what I was trying to oh, mean.
0: Oh, wonderful. A- and now, have you ceased to have the Night Terrors? Do you now sleep peacefully in the eve?
4: Uh, yes, unless I'm feeling particularly inspired, which, you know, I can't be upset about.
0: Sure, it's a fount of, of, of new artistic uh, creation for you. So, I- I'm sure you don't want to shut it off, but... Uh, I'm glad to hear that it's given you some peace to share that with the world. That's a, that's a wonderful yeah. uh, development.
4: Thank you. You know what? You think 100,000 years will last forever, and my brief time being dead and then undead showed me that it does not.
3: Oh, you know, speaking of, uh, Hilde, I don't want to put you on the spot, but if you... I don't want to force you to do any sort of motivational speaking, but our friend and, and your friend, Usador, is actually at death's door himself, yeah. so... Uh, I don't know if you have any advice for him in terms of like what to do when you're dead, or if he somehow makes it out alive, which I doubt he will. No way. What what his what to expect or what to um, to sort of experience?
4: Monetize, monetize, monetize. <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> to be fair, that's what I tried to do. You know, uh, I bought the bar. You know, and trying to trying to get people to show up here. You know, having some death bed specials and that sort of thing, you know. Oh,
4: uh. that's a fantastic idea.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes, you can order a Yusuro's pillow, which, of course, is uh, vodka with eight feathers in it.
4: Sounds delicious.
0: Uh, Yes, it's very good. Uh, And of course, you know, uh, the jalapeno poppers, which, you know, uh, they look like the bed springs of the actual deathbed I'm laying on. Like, they're popping out of a bed. How fun! What are you calling them? Jalapeno poppers. See? They're jalapenos, but they're okay. served in a way that they look like they're a bed, and they're popping out of the bed. I thought I thought
3: you came to me for advice, and I said call them spicy buttholes. But
0: okay, yeah, no, that's a good name too. Oh no, uh, that name was already used uh, for the very spicy meatballs you can order now. Oh, thank you.
4: See, that's tough because, of course, that's a great money-making avenue up until, of course, the moment of passing, and then after that, Mm. you know, you won't be in charge anymore. If I, you know, and this, and a lot of artists can't pull this off, but if you could, may I suggest dying and coming back to life? It it was amazing for me.
0: I've done that once, and I, I've thought about doing it again, uh, but I, but I've completed my true purpose, so... Now I'll turn into a shaft of pure light and uh, ascend to the heavens where Shut I will be re- re- returned with the goddesses.
3: Usidor, oh. th- there's a good point here, though. You know, maybe. Shut my mouth? Fuck you. <laughs> but he was just talking about. His I- shaft. Arnie, of light. I don't know yeah, talking. yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good. Yusar, have you considered establishing an estate? So, you know, after you pass, Chunt and I can still run all of your merch. So then for years. In decades to come, we can still make use of our clocks where, like, your legs kind of, like, twist at the bottom of the clocks. Yeah, if your legs twist at the bottom of the clock. Uh, see, once your legs twist, I think what Arnie is saying is that gives us the power of a turned knee. Mm-hmm. So that what we can do is then sell those clocks for all of time while you're deceased. And we can benefit and thrive mm-hmm. through your death.
0: Well, this sounds like a terrible idea, but I'll sign anything. Let's take yeah. a break while I sign these papers.
3: Okay, yeah, we're going to partner up with some other estates. Yes, and we're going to start yes, making yes, yes. posters of, like, Usador, Marilyn Monroe. and Oh, yeah, with his robes kind of blowing up. Yeah. Like he's standing over a little geyser. Who
1: doesn't? Who wouldn't want
3: that? Who wouldn't want
1: that? Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like, every single time you look at your bank account?
0: It's a tragic tale of a of a grizzly uh, who's trapped in a park, and um, everyone in the park is um, very cruel to him, oh. and uh, they keep uh, keep stepping on his feet. Uh, so that was uh, Neil Simon's "Barefoot in the Park."
3: Mm. Oh no, that's mm. that's so sad. I did I didn't know he wrote that. That's him.
0: Not yeah yeah. Very sad story.
3: Wow, you know. It said, "I don't know Arnie if you know this, but he was actually he got lost uh, nobody's seen or heard from him again. I can't remember the name of the place he got lost in. Bonkers, maybe. Oh, he went insane. That's right. He mm-hmm. mentally got lost. He got lost in Bonkers. Mm-hmm. Is that the uh, time? <laughs> I think so. Odds are good.
4: And again, thank you guys so much. I don't do covers. This is a purely original act. So I'm, you know, I'm not looking for new material. But I loved your stories every time you tell me them." When oh, you sleep,
3: you. we're talking bed, we're talking pillow, nothing else?
4: Are, are you asking about blankets?
3: Oh, okay, I'm sorry. No covers, blankets are fine.
4: Oh my gosh, sometimes, you know.
3: Uh, uh, Hildy, can I talk to you over here?
4: Uh, okay, but can you just scoot the stool over? Honestly, it takes me so long yeah, to no, I'll co- Yeah, no, I'll come <laughs> to you, I'll come to you. Um, <laughs> yeah, come to, to me. Just to explain
3: myself, uh, I'm kind of, I've been running a focus group. A lot of the group really loves it when I do terrible sort of uh, jokes or like fun little word plays. Oh, really? Um, so How much do you I,
4: pay the focus group? Um, How much I do actually, you pay the focus group?
3: Okay, okay. I heard you. I pay them. Don't tell Arnie or Usador. I pay them about twenty billion each, and they provide me the feedback that I was looking for. Anyway, so it's just sort of a nice—it's a nice arrangement. You guys yeah. are talking right in front of my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buddy. Like you got <laughs> closer to me. Shh,
4: shh, shh. Listen, I wasn't in charge, you know, I'm just sitting on the stool. Speaking of
3: sitting on the stool, would you mind? You mentioned that you um, have your own ads. Would you mind sharing an ad with us? Once store dies and we need to sell all these clocks, we'd love to know how to run an ad.
4: Oh, of course. Well, um, you know, I do a lot of targeted ads depending on who the audience is. So uh, let me just hone in on this group. Okay. Um, hmm. Fingerless gloves. For when your hands are clammy, but your fingertips are hot. Fingerless gloves. Fingerless <laughs> gloves.
3: Oh, sorry. Was it? Oh, done? wow, mm. Arnie. I think I understand. The key is a lot of peaks and valleys. Yeah,
4: yeah. Actually, uh, I have my own focus groups that that watch my show, and yeah, they take up two thirds of the audience mostly. And the focus groups tell me that it's important to keep people's interest by just varying the tone of your voice. So I'm. I deep apologies if I've been boring you earlier. I forgot to be doing my vocal
0: warm ups. Do you really think that something like that could work?
4: Oh, absolutely. Uh,
0: now. Uh, this is the first. That was a wonderful mm-hmm. advertisement that you made. Oh, thank it, you so much. That was the first time I understood the purpose of fingerless gloves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah. When your
4: hands
0: is clammy and your fingertips are hot.
4: Yeah, that's exactly what it yeah. is. Yeah. That mm-hmm.
0: does make a lot more sense now. Like, be- I always thought, like, if your hands are cold, don't you want a whole glove?
4: Exactly. But what if you're, you're halfsies?
0: Yeah. Great point. have hot,
4: halfsie cold.
3: Hildy, could we ever convince you to do an ad for our podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern? And maybe we would cut this out and like place it in other podcasts like Dungeons and Daddies or 99% Invisible and just really promote Hello from the Magic Tavern using one of your ads for us.
4: Oh, absolutely. But you know what we say in show business nothing is free.
3: Sure. What's your price? What do you charge?
4: Um, well, these days it's a pretty high and tall order because I've been, once again, touring. So I'm thinking, um... Oh, I love pistachios.
3: Fuck, Arnie, pistachios in food are so expensive. How, how, how Insanely much? Insanely expensive. I want to say they're like 0. 0.5 billion mm-hmm. per nut. Mm-hmm. That's the lowest number I've heard so far this episode. Would
0: you settle for a bowl of cashews?
4: Cashews, cashews. You how about are nice this? It's nice
3: of you to get smart. Sorry, Hildy, what were you saying?
4: How about this? I'll settle for two cashews, one red pistachio.
3: Oh, Oh, a red pistachio. Oh, Yusidor, you could just magic a pistachio to seem red.
4: Shabababazoo! Holy God, Zookabut! Well, this looks very enticing to me. Of course, you'll have to uh, negotiate further with my night manager, which, of course, is just me screaming after I take my night pills. Mm
3: -hmm. Since the sun, uh, it looks like it has set fully, did you want to go ahead and take your night pills?
4: Oh. uh, I do have a big show later, but I always perform better after I toss a couple back. What do you say?
3: Yeah, we'd love to meet your manager.
4: Oh, okay. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, Could I trouble you to just give me a glass of... um, Bubbling water, three bubbles, please, nothing more.
0: Uh, just three, okay. Yeah,
4: three, just three. I just need something to toss Pour these back with. a glass of
0: water, and then
4: ooh, 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 ooh.
0: Ooh. there you have three bubbles. Make one of the bubbles
3: red.
4: Shababazooie! Oh, thank you. Just set up nicely on a spoon, like I like.
3: There you are. And will we be able to talk to you again, or are you gone for
0: good?
4: Oh no, I'll be coming back. Okay. I'll be right here if you need me. Just have or do one of his little spells.
0: Little spells.
4: Hey, hey, how's it going? Oh,
0: oh, oh. oh hello, what's uh, what's your name?
4: Yeah, my name is Ronaldo.
0: Huh. Uh, a Pleasure to meet you, Ronaldo. Uh, I understand that you've been doing some work for Hildy lately.
4: Yeah, thanks so much. Thanks so much for coming out. Yeah, she's doing some real good stuff here recently.
0: Yeah, I remember talking to you now. Uh, you're the one that told me she was going to be coming here to do the show. Oh, yeah, Dad,
4: thanks so much. Yeah, we really appreciate you taking her in. Listen, oh, she thinks these shows are a hit, so don't even say anything to her.
0: Oh, Wait, no! she thinks they're a hit? Say anything Hell. about what?
4: Well, my, uh, you know, just between us, and I know you are working fellows, uh, we, most of the audience it, is, in fact, a focus group. And they're focused on her immensely, immensely closely. But And that's really what she needs, right? Everyone well, just yes. wants to be looked at closely.
0: Yeah. Right, you want the audience to focus on what you're doing. That makes sense.
4: Exactly. So, they pay money. They sit down and they focus on her. Okay, and it's blowing her mind.
0: Okay. Oh well, that's wonderful. Uh, uh, where else has Hildy played that you that you've helped her uh, get to?
4: Well, we started in her hometown, of course, underwater. hmm <laughs> And then we've just been slowly making our way across land. We're hoping to do Sky next year. Early next wow. year, we're hoping to do Sky. Yep, yep, oh, yep. Oh,
3: that would be huge.
0: Well, there's only one way to get to the sky.
4: Jump. The elevator.
3: Practice.
4: Oh, I guess there's three Arnie,
0: ways. Ani was right for the first <laughs> yes. time. All
3: right. And I right was going to say... billion thing, too.
0: Practice, practice, fly. So three ways. Yeah, I, I, I suppose. Three and I ways. like to
4: take the elevator, but... Uh,
3: Ronaldo, can I ask you, are there other secrets you've been keeping from Hildy?
4: Gosh, it's hard to remember now what's a secret. Well... Uh, Mostly what her doctor says after her visits. Oh, no. You know, I don't want to tell her this because I think, honestly, it will just flunk her motivation. But I think she thinks that she only has 100,000 years to live. Doc says she is the healthiest ancient sea turtle he's ever seen. This broad's going to live forever.
0: Okay? And And that's a secret you're keeping from her for some reason?
4: yes. If she thought that she had to do this forever, she's so focused Uh. on how precious life is. Mm. I can't let her know she's never going to pass.
0: Well, we just met someone named The Night Doctor who likes to put leeches on people while they're asleep. Uh, He might help shorten her life if that's, I guess, what you want.
4: I I just don't want her to, to stop performing because you know what we're working on so far... Monetize, monetize, monetize.
3: Right, right, right. Of course, of sense. course. This is maybe a dumb question, possibly rude. When Hildy dies, do you die? Yeah. Oh,
0: good question.
4: Oh, my God, that was crazy. What did I Whoa. miss? Hildy! Hildy! Uh, <laughs> was I being crazy?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no, I, I don't. I don't no. That's not a word we like oh. to bandy about. So, oh, uh, we never call I say a turtle any- crazy.
4: Oh, of course! Oh no, of course! Oh, times are different now. You can't call turtles crazy, but you know it's fine just between us, friends. Did I say any good poems?
0: Uh, well, we met Ronaldo. Oh! Uh, and learned a little bit about the, you know the business of show. Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness!
4: All uh, that okay. stuff is way over my shelf.
0: Congratulations for playing the ocean uh, and that underwater. That's a hometown to play, hero. To play underwater
3: is such a feat. Like you should be so proud of yourself.
4: Thank you. It was, you know, honestly, it was good to take what I do back to my hometown, which is, of of course, course, the bottom of the sea.
3: They say that playing underwater is the hardest audience, mostly because a lot of the attendees have to uh, bob up to the surface for air every two minutes. So it really is impressive that you sold that out.
4: Oh, Oh.
0: yeah. I always thought they said it was the hardest audience because their skin had to handle the deep, terrible pressures of the depths of the ocean.
3: Mm. Yeah, I guess the bends would do it. Arnie, have you ever had the bends? So good. Front to back, just classic. Mm -hmm. If people forget about having the bends, having the bends is one of the best things you could do. It takes about an hour 20, I want to say. Not a ton of hits on it, but just unbelievable. Really, Really good. Better than you remember.
0: Maybe my favorite.
3: Yeah, probably my favorite physical ailment I've ever had. Top three. I'd say top three. Top three.
4: Oh, you guys are so lucky. There's so much variety in your bodies. All I get is shell rot.
3: Can you cure that or fix that? How do you deal with it? Oh, yeah, asking for a friend.
4: Yes. Well, you know, it is a fungal infection, and Ew. you get it. Yeah, you get it from sleeping in seaweed too often. Which, of course, I was prone to do in my youth because I was meeting a lot of interesting creatures. Which sure. I've already bored you enough with already.
3: No, but Hildy, what is? What is? How has your life been different as a poet? Like, is your social life different now that you're leading yeah. a wild poet lifestyle?
4: You know, thank you so much for asking. It's a funny trajectory because, of course, you know, I've been married countless times.
3: Yeah. Right. And yeah. then,
4: of course, as a ghost, I had a very, I'll say it, brave relationship with a horrible-looking blobfish.
3: Mm-hmm. Right, right. right. Yes, 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 yes. Way,
4: yes. way, way below my league. Mm. And, you know, now... I am boldly loving myself.
0: Oh, oh You're just like
4: your show. You're just like your daytime show. You're dating yourself. Exactly. I am wow. the mother and the father, and I'm having the affair, and See, I'm the baby.
3: Yeah, but you're playing all those parts, so it's not what? surprising. No, no, never mind. Um, Hildy, so that's great. You've come to love Hildy.
4: Yes, through hating my shell, I come to love myself. I do take this hand in marriage. A talon for a talon. A ring on my squirrely little finger. This is another preview you're getting for free. Oh. Oh. Yes, this comes way into the 15th act, which is on day 2.5. Okay. That's it.
3: Oh, Oh, all right. oh. Uh, okay. Wow, mm. R- round of applause,
0: round of applause. Thank oh, I, you sorry, so I just, much. Sorry,
3: I'm just going to say it because uh, my hands
0: are tired. You know, Chunt, I had uh, the Benz, but I had asthma when I was a child, and I also liked that.
3: Oh, yeah. Wait, you had asthma, or you had Amnesia? Yeah, I had that kid A. You were the kid with the A? Uh Uh-huh. Having A as a kid is really hard. It's really tough, because a lot of people pick on you.
0: But it's worth getting through. Yes, absolutely.
3: Arnie, Pablo, honey, you're barely speaking. I know, I'm just thinking about my friend Gordon. The gecko? (laughs) Hildy, we're so excited to see you again. Are you going to be in Nibblebottom for long?
4: Uh, Well, you know what? Tonight's show is sold out. So depending on how ticket sales uh, go, I I might be here for a little bit. But I'm hoping to make my way up the mountain. Next stop,
1: Sky, if you know what I'm saying. Oh,
3: that's right. I really hope you make it there. Oh, me too. Unless it's a place you can't come back from. I don't know. It sounds a little scary.
4: Oh, Really? I, yeah. I don't look up anything ahead of time. I just show up to the shows. But is the mountain not, not so good? Certainly that crowds.
3: I would say don't play Slobodan. Oh, oh, did you feel that? Did you feel that?
4: Yeah, what the heck was that?
0: I mean, uh, I think the sky is wonderful. Uh, The mountain is somewhat um, uh, vexing and uh, unsettling, and uh, it might be an ancient dragon that's just sticking its tail out of the ground. We're not really sure. So, you know, just be careful.
4: Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I I don't want to play to a crowd that's not interested in me. Though I haven't met a crowd I couldn't convince to love me.
0: Who wouldn't be interested in you?
4: Oh, stop! Just the Dory. (laughs) You're the best. Stop! I
3: I know. Hildy, would you mind sticking around while we answer a couple emails?
4: Oh, of course. Even if I tried to leave, I'd still be in this room.
3: Well, then you can start to leave and just chime in uh, as you see fit.
4: Oh yeah. Well, you know what? I'll yeah, I'll start my commute, but I'll I'll be here. Uh,
3: So we have emails from listeners. Some of them are to Magic Tavern at Puppies.Supplies is a real email address. Some of them are things uh, sent to us from our Patreon supporters. Both are valid, but one of them makes us more money. Hey, monetize, monetize, monetize. Well,
4: Oh my gosh, you've read my book?
3: Here's one. Uh, hello, Arnold, Chunt, and Usador, Wizard of the Twelfth Realm of Ephesius, Master of Light and Shadow, Manipulator of Magical Delights, Devourer of Chaos, Champion of the Great Halls of Taracus, Known to the Elves as Fiang Yalek, Known to the Dwarves as zonin Hook and Known in the Northeast as Gasmuenus Maestar. Did they say hello, Arnold, or hey, Arnold? They said hello, Arnold, and it's Arnie. Oh. And, all, and I, I, I read that wrong. It's <laughs> They said Gasmuenus Miesta. Miesta. It's yes, Come on forever. On. Okay, I'm currently listening through the entire podcast for the second time. When I first caught up, I decided to look up what Arnie looked like before going to Foon. Arnie is actually very attractive. When listening to the show, I obviously pictured Arnie as a grotesque monster, but I was surprised.
0: Love, Anthony Flaff. Huh. I wonder why you decided to read this email.
3: Yeah, it's so funny. About seven or eight days ago, I saw this email in her inbox, and it's so fucking funny because I was like, I bet a billion dollars Arnie reads this on air. So I guess I'm going to collect on my fortune. My question is, why did I read the whole
0: email? (laughs) Well, it doesn't really pose any question, but I shan't deny its contents. Arnold is a very attractive man uh, for his age.
3: Yeah, incredibly mm. attractive. I mean, I once tried to date him. He turned me down, but I tried to date him. And if Hildy has taught us anything, it, Arnie, it's that you should start loving yourself. And loving yourself means admitting when you're fucking handsome as shit. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I've been spending this season loving myself a little more than usual. If I'm being perfectly honest, and I'm yeah, I'm getting there. <laughs> Great. Then I'm not going to follow up with my handsome as shit payoff joke. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Uh, here's another email. Uh, hmm, let's see. Oh, gosh. Let me let me edit out some of these ones that are talking about how attractive I am. Let's see here. Not okay. that one. Not that one. Oh, here's one.
0: Hildy, do you find humans attractive?
4: Uh, it depends on which ones.
3: Okay. Arnie, so- do you find Arnie attractive? Uh,
4: I'll said. take
3: that as a yes. <laughs> here's the email. I was sad to hear that no one showed up on Usador's death day. Please let Usidor know that he is loved and appreciated, and this crazy, fun world of Foon wouldn't be the same without him. Much love to see and may he be the devourer of death and chaos. Baron A. Stout, P.S. Don't Die, Health and Happiness, Peace and Thank Love. Thank you. Thank you for saying don't die. You know, it's a little uh, rude to say nobody showed up, because Arnie, unless I'm mistaken, unless I'm fucking crazy, which is a word we don't use towards turtles. You you. and I were there. Yeah.
0: Well, and I feel quite blessed that this Baron has decided to to bless me by taking the time to condescend to me and write a letter. Uh, How wonderful. And,
3: you know, I'm going to be honest, Usador. We've gotten lots and lots of emails from people who uh, love you very much and, you know, want you to, if you're going to go through this whole sham of pretending to die, they want it to be a positive experience for you. Now, look. Those are second only to as many emails as people sending to tell me how attractive I am, but still a, a lot. Oh well, that's nice to hear. It's so nice to hear people are telling Arnie he's attractive. People love Usador. I mean, it's so nice to just cover all three of us and get just get all those accolades out of the way. What a mm-hmm. what a pleasant end to the episode. Yeah, Hildy. Can I ask when you do eventually, if you if you eventually pass away? Which one of your lovers um, from your hundreds of thousands of years do you wish shows up to your deathbed? All of them. Oh, wow. Every
4: single one. My dearest fantasy is having all of my lovers in the same room, which I've tried to organize before, but I think only <laughs> death will bring them together. And I it's, want them to look into each other's eyes and know where they have been.
0: <laughs> what a wonderful gesture for all of them to appear and, and honor the life that you will have led.
4: Exactly. Uh, and
0: I'm sure they'll be able to do that. Soonish ish I, I, I mean, don't know why I only have hope another 100,000 years to live or so, right?
4: That's what I'm that's what I'm thinking, so I really got to I got to make the most of it. Yeah. It feels long until it's not, but um knowing there's an end really makes all this eh, the life of a performer is exhausting.
0: Ah, well, yes, uh, I I suppose that's true. Uh, good luck to you. Oh, what a tragedy if you were to live nearly forever. And neer be able to stop performing. Oh, but what a boon it would be to the artistic community. Mm-hmm.
4: That's such oh. a good point.
0: Wait, oh
4: Arnie, it looks
0: like you
3: dropped an email. Uh, there's an email here on the floor. Um, here's an email. This is can't from see anything. this is from Dylan and Faith. It says, What's up, babies? We love Chunt uh, the most. And he is the he's the mm. cutest and the prettiest, and we love him the most. Uh, love, don't die from Faith and Doom.
0: Oh, hmm. that's that's a fat name. They a, say so don't f- die. That's
3: so fun. Thank goddesses I found that dropped email. Well done. Well, I didn't do anything. What do you mean? You, me? found, you ah. found it. Yeah, I found it, but I didn't do anything else.
0: No, I'm just saying good job on finding it. Just saying good job on finding That's all I'm okay, saying. Okay,
3: fine. Good. are email's falling out of my laptop.
0: Shabababui! Kazuka Butts. <laughs>
2: Oh look, an email for me. Let's see here, it reads, Dear Framing Device, you take your craft too seriously to sink to the level of inventing complimentary messages from fictitious viewers. Love yourself, Hmm, both a sign-off and a wonderful directive towards self-care. 10 out of 10, no notes. Wizard's Choice Award, Perennial Bridesmaid, Usador the Blue was played by Matt Young. Chunt the Talking Badger was played by Adol Rafai, to the best of his abilities. Hildy the Poet Turtle was played by special guest Olivia Nielsen. Follow her on TikTok at Olivia West Nielsen. Hello from the Magic Tavern is an independent production made possible by supporters of the Magic Tavern Patreon. People like Jake Grossman, Rosie the Cosmic Quilter, and I should point out, Rosie's Cosmic Quilts are woefully unable to keep you warm in the depths of space. I speak from experience, Rosie, Gus Chambers, Alicia Rivera, Martina Ward, Cruz, and Nell Hardcastle. Between us, the Hardcastle hobbits are the worst hobbits. Patrons get ad-free episodes and at least two new bonus episodes Episodes each month, the most recent bonus episode is "Good After Foon, a daytime talk show hosted by Deb Falcon and Corvath the Unknowable, played by Brooke Bright and Kevin Soretta. Here, have a listen.
1: And, no. not,
0: and not all of them got out, so there's got to be people of varying or forms of varying height and must and bone skilleture that can be fashioned into a edifice to get up,
1: get up out of that thing. So to play a demon's advocate here for a minute, to play to play a demon's advocate. Could you name the demon?
0: Uh, uh, Shubal Pants. <laughs> Shubal Pants of the... F- oh, Shubal Pants of- <laughs> Oh shit, Shubal <laughs> Pants. Shit. Fuck, hold on. I'm going well, to... Okay, I've surrounded us with runes, so we're protected.
1: Oh, Daniel, I, <laughs> I was a surprise. Yes. Okay,
0: what? see you later. He might be on the show later, though. You never know who's going to pop up on Good Uh, After Foon. Oh, so fun. Sometimes it's a demon that you name. Anyway, I'm sorry. So you were playing demon's advocate.
2: Now, if listening to Kevin makes you think, should I do something about my sleep apnea before it permanently damages my voice, causing me to always sound like a pissed-off vaudeville star, talk to your doctor today. To hear more, yeah, there's more, or learn more about supporting the show, you know, keeping the arts alive so that IT job for a hedge fund feels like it's for something, visit Patreon.com slash Magic Tavern. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Matt Young, and Adel Rafia Post-production coordination by Garrett Schultz. This episode edited by Stefan Dranger. Hello from the Magic Tavern logo by Allard LeBan. Magic Tavern theme by Andy Poland.
4: Well, sitting alone, silent in your own head, looking for some friends, well, the hunt, the hunt ends here, because what I'm about to tell you is, Shubba you got three new friends. It's called the human, it's called a wizard, it's called a badger. But what it's really called is Hello from the Magic Tavern. Download today whenever you download your new friends that you listen to inside of your ears. And my name is Hildy, I'm on the show three times. Welcome
2: to Pura, the most pristine, safe, climate-stable city on Earth. A haven amidst the wreckage. Here, you're safe from heat domes, superstorms,
1: water bandits in the Outerlands. There's no crime in Pura. No murder, no suicide. And best of all, there's no cost to join us.
3: In Pura,